This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Derek, we might need to figure that out at some point in the show. Is Did you guys see that Zion is going to miss at least two more weeks and KD is out two more weeks. Hopefully we don't play those teams because that's an L for the Mavs. Because <laughs> whenever their best player is yeah. missing, we usually take the L. Luckily, we beat Brooklyn before they became Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, Pelicans are what, on like a five-game losing streak right now, too? So that's kind of... the Mavs on their schedule. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So down about the Mavs from Mike. Well, I mean, I can understand that feeling. And on the line with us right now, let, uh, let's introduce host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can check out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. And, uh, Ross, how's it going today, man? I'm doing awesome. Are there four of you guys in there? Yeah, we have the We're Dutch Oven, Derek today. Holland, joining us on Wednesdays. He's a uh, part of the show, so we always enjoy having Derek Holland in studio with us, Ross. Nice. So you guys got, like, a whole D-line ready, ready for me. I'm, <laughs> I'm only – you only got one former offensive lineman here. The uh, I'm the best left guard that started the last seven games of the 2002 season in Dallas Cowboys history. Oh, what a specific stat, but I think that checks out. That does. Let's People see. forget that. Yeah. You know what's amazing? I don't know if I ever told you guys this. Corey, maybe I told you, but I'll meet people all the time, and I'll say to them, and they'll tell me they're the biggest Cowboys fan ever, right? Like, everybody thinks they're the biggest Cowboys fan ever. And I'll always say to them, oh, okay, well, I got a trivia question for you. Who started the last seven games? at left guard in 2002 and it is hilarious because they'll be they'll be hemming and hawing like oh oh i know i know this like i'm like dude it's me it's literally me nobody else would ask you that question that's that's gonna be my new default answer when somebody asks me a specific question i'm gonna be like is it you i'm just gonna say is it you also that story was awesome here's a future suggestion for other radio hits if you want to mess with somebody just say I got a story and then just say I meet people all the time and then just stop the story and see like how they react to that statement. <laughs> I like that. I like that. All right, Ross. The we've been trying to figure out what exactly went wrong against San Francisco and obviously we'll give the credit to San Francisco's a good team. Never. But also you got to give them a little bit of credit. They are a good football. <laughs> Have you team. met me? Uh the the other part though is while we were watching this thing, you know, Dak everybody's like Dak is bad. And then there were some hey offensive line wasn't great too. What did you see with this offense that needs to kind of be picked up on? Yeah, I mean um I really do think the Cowboys were one of the six best teams in the NFL this year and one of six teams I thought had a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl. You know, I think the other team that lost is the Bills. That would fit that category. And I was on the sideline in Buffalo, and those people are devastated. They were shocked. They thought this was their year. I mean, as as, as upset as people are in the Metroplex, for sure, 
Buffalo had a home game sure. in the snow, and they got worked. You know? I mean, it's just – they're, like, in shock. Um, i got to be honest with you guys. Certainly in the first half, maybe even the first three quarters, I thought the Cowboys were the better team. Yeah. I mean, they were totally stuffing the Niners' run. They were flying around on defense. Um, I'm not putting it all on deck, but the interception at the end of the first half was at least a six-point swing. It was, what was it, second down? Yeah. It was, like, it was like second and four, I thought. It was second down. So it took points off the board for the Cowboys, and it enabled the Niners to have a chance to get points. You remember, when you have the ball at the end of the first half, you're really obviously trying to accomplish two things, right? Like, obviously, you're trying to score, but the next best alternative to scoring is not letting your opponent score. The, the Cowboys did the exact opposite. So, it's funny. I have a betting podcast, the Even Money podcast, and the guy was telling me, like, the, the Cowboys would have been heavily favored to win if they just got a field goal there at that point. Yeah. And instead, with the Niners getting a field goal, went the other way. I mean, there's a lot of things we can get into about the O-line, about getting another weapon. You know, Gallup was a disappointment. Um, you know, they're going to have to decide what they want to do up front. Um, you know, they have to figure out a way to get Pollard back. But, you know, I hate to say it, because I'm actually a big supporter of his and fan of his. I don't like how he's always getting pooped on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Those two interceptions by Dak were just devastating. I mean, just devastating, especially the one at the end of the first half. You know, I think there's a pretty good chance it was a difference in the game. Although, listen, if you're the defense, you still, you know, you can't let Kittle make that bobble catch. Somebody's got to be there to separate him from the ball. And you can't let the Niners kind of run down your throat in the fourth quarter either. Now, I know on your podcast yesterday – you talked about the future of the Dallas Cowboys. I want to dive back into that in just a second. But I think it was on Monday. I was hoping you could tell us more about this because I'm curious how many of our listeners totally agree is the tweet, I'd fire Mike McCarthy and promote Dan Quinn <laughs> yeah, rather than yeah. let him leave Dallas. Yeah, so I think Dan Quinn's really good. And I think you could even make a similar argument for Kellen Moore. Oh, I don't know how you guys feel. Um, I thought Kellen Moore was excellent this year. Um, People disagree. I know they just lost. They only scored 12 points. Nobody ever likes the coordinator. Man, they had a lot of open receivers this year. You know, when Dak came back, first of all, they won most of their games with Cooper Rush. Then Dak comes back. You guys, I'm sure, have the stats, but didn't they lead the NFL in, like, scoring and touchdowns after Dak came back from injury? Yep. I mean, and I'm looking at them. It's not like they're loaded at the skill guys. CeeDee Lamb is a good player. He's not like a top five receiver yet. Uh, They didn't get a whole lot. Now, T.Y. Hilton surprised me, but they don't really have a number two. Uh, I think I'll be curious to see how Gallup is next year, a year removed from that injury. Um, So that's, that's something that they need to upgrade is the other weapon there. On offense at receiver, Dalton Schultz, very solid tight end. 
but I don't know that he's a top five guy there either. I, I think Kellen Moore got a lot out of what they had. I mean, to think about all the interceptions Dak threw, and they don't have the same skill guys as the Niners or the Eagles, and the score and to be the team that scores the most points, I think Kellen Moore is excellent. I don't think Kellen Moore is going anywhere, so I wouldn't worry about that as much. But Quinn is going to get offered a head coaching job. Right. The defense is pretty nasty. I guess you have to ask yourself, like, who would, what would you rather have? Dan Quinn, for sure, and somebody Dan Quinn brings in on the defensive side of the ball, but he can still be kind of overseeing it and helping it with Kellen Moore as the OC. Or do you want McCarthy to stay as the head coach and have to totally redo the defense? Well, and I think there's, along the lines with Kellen too, I think there's an argument to be made that those offensive stats are inflated because the Cowboys led the league in forcing turnovers again and advantageous field position was at play and at least a decent chunk of those offensive points. Yeah, but that's countered by all the all the uh, pick stack through. Right. You know, every turnover, every turnover you get on defense, okay, that helps the offense, but Dak gave it up just as much, which hurt the offense because otherwise they could have scored more points on those drives. The on the defensive side of the ball, you talk about like what Dan Quinn built over there. I, I guess one of my biggest concerns, Ross, is that if you get another person in, the group that you put together on that side of the ball it doesn't mean that that person, whoever the coordinator is, knows how to use them the same way that Dan Quinn does. How much big of an adjustment is that when a new coach does come in? Well, that's the concern. I mean, I don't know. Do they have a position coach who'd be a clear candidate for them to promote? I think Joe and, Witt is kind of in the in the vein there as one of the ideas. Okay. Um, that's why I would want to keep Dan Quinn because mm. he would probably just promote from within and you'd keep the same structure and Dan Quinn could still be pretty hands-on as a as a you know defensive head coach. Plus, I don't really – like, I don't think McCarthy's better than Dan Quinn as a head coach. Do you? I mean, I, I don't know. Dan Quinn got the Falcons to the Super Bowl at a 28-3 lead. I, I know they blew it, but Mike McCarthy got to one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. You know, Dan Quinn got to one Super Bowl with Matt Ryan, and they, weren't, they didn't have nearly as much talent as the Packers had. I mean, the Packers were loaded after that Super Bowl with all that young talent when they had – you know, even on defense, Clay Matthews and Woodson on offense, when they had Greg Jennings and Jermichael Finley, he only got them the one Super Bowl. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a Mike McCarthy hater. I'm really not. Um, I think he's done a fine job there. I'm just saying if I'm the owner of the Cowboys and I am trying to have the most success next year and the year after, I would rather have Quinn as head coach and know that I'm going to have something similar going defensively as opposed to Quinn leaves, and then there's a real chance you take a step back defensively. Even if you promote from within, you don't have Quinn kind of overseeing it. Ross, we uh, we didn't get to, to share a beer with you after Peaceathon this year. We Every year we do a 14-hour show to raise money right. for uh, – for my possibilities, and we know you came into town the, the night before Thanksgiving. Next time you swing through, mm-hmm. let me know. I'll go share a beer with you anywhere, even if you want to go to Hop and Sting, whatever the place is. 
you just hit me up, okay? I would love to. Uh, yeah. Yeah, heck yeah, let's do it. That sounds great. Now, I did want to I, – I, we got this weekend going, Kevin. We got lots of uh, lots of football action. We lost. I don't care. Okay, are you done with it then? No, I do care. I, I, I do. Well, I did want to you, – you did kind of call him a Philadelphia fan. I No, I asked, are you a Philadelphia fan? So, uh, um, I grew up like an hour west of Philly, so I grew up a huge Eagles fan, but then they never wanted me when I was a player. You know, I played for the Redskins, the Cowboys, the Bills, the Patriots, so it kind of annoyed me that they never wanted me. Now, I do the preseason games, so there's two reasons why I would say I like when Philadelphia wins. I live back here again, right, so it's just everybody's Eagles fans. It's just more fun when they win, right? Like mm-hmm. all my buddies, family and friends, they're all more into football. They all get excited. Plus I do a lot of stuff for the Eagles. Like I do the preseason games on TV. So then each week I do like their NBC show. I do a lot of WIP radio. So I guess the best way to describe that would be I am financially incentivized <laughs> when for the, for the Eagles to win. So yes, I like when the Eagles win. Plus like, Last week against the Giants, I knew I was going to be on the sideline for Westwood one for one of the conference championship games. I don't want to fly to San Francisco. I want to just drive down the street to Philly, and you know I get paid the same either way. I'd rather just go to Philly and and do that. So that's the thing that these guys don't realize. Like when they're out there on the field, forget the Super Bowl, forget the money. They are playing for Ross Tucker's personal logistics. Uh-huh. I mean, that is <laughs> what's at stake in these games. With that in mind, I probably can't convince you to say I like when the Eagles lose then, right? Um, No, of course you like when the Eagles lose. No, I want you to say that. I probably can't convince you to say that, right? Oh, no, I would never say that. Why would I say that? (laughs) To amuse me. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Ross. Uh, No, definitely not. Hey, Ross, what is the – we got this coming up on us pretty quickly. I need to get some ideas. What's the best Valentine's Day gift ever? MyFrontPageStory.com. It's a Pennsylvania business, Kevin, so you'll love it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you, you, in all sincerity, it, like a buddy of mine started it, which is why when I go on radio stations, I promote it for them. It is the best Valentine's Day gift ever. Like you talk to one of their writers, or you can just fill out like five email questions, five minutes while you're driving to whatever, Chick-fil-A, I don't care, and you tell them how great your wife is, They write the most unbelievable story. It looks like it's on the cover of, like, the Dallas Morning News. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper framed with pictures of her or you and her. I'm just telling you, like, I've seen so many women open these now. When when they open it and they don't really know what it is, they're like, what is this? And the husband's like, I want to do something special, honey. So I had a story written about you. Like, that just sounds amazing. That sounds like the coolest husband ever, like the most romantic. You had a story written about me? And then she reads the quotes, and you're like, I just never thank her enough for all the little things she does. They cry, like, every time. It's so money. Oh. Plus, then it's, they hang it up in the house because it's framed. So the next time she gets mad at you because all you do is watch football, right. you're like, oh, really? Did you get a story written about me? No, you didn't. You just point at it. It's amazing. <laughs> Myfrontpagestory.com. All, all seven of you guys in there need to get, <laughs> get a huge order right now from 
from from 105.3 in Dallas. All seven guys on the air right now, not including me, are going to myfrontpagestory.com. I need you to get a girlfriend, though, first. Oh, show, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't just do that for anybody. You know what? Maybe this is how you'll get a girlfriend. Just give this... Get his story pass him out like flyers. He's right. You I'll can give it to like a girl and be like, I know what I know we just met, but our story is already written. Oh, oh my gosh. We just wrote can I, just, I, I need great. like eight copies and just pass them <laughs> out like flyers. Man, Russ. That would be the way to do it. Thank you very much for uh, jumping on with us. And obviously you're welcome back at any point, especially if you want to ever badmouth the Eagles, then you're even more welcome. <laughs> Bye, Ross. I'm never going to badmouth the Eagles. And, uh, man, come on, guys. I got money on the line. Root for the (laughs) Eagles so I can get a few more dollars. Never! I will root for the Bengals in the Super Bowl. But have a great day, Ross. It's tough. I've moved on. I'm celebrating (laughs) poor Zingas' career in Dallas. (laughs) Thanks, Ross. Thanks a lot, Mark Cuban. There you go. Ross Tucker, (laughs) our NFL insider, Odyssey NFL insider, and also... Suggester of top-notch Valentine's. There you gifts. go, man. Hey, I like can you the put idea. that out the website? They're yeah. asking about it in the Twitch. It's myfrontpagestory.com. Derek, I desperately want you to make like eight of these and just hand them out to people <laughs> along the way. I think that would be. I amazing. just gotta get names and then just. <laughs> That's right. Oh, we should ask him if I need pictures. Like, do you need a picture? Hey, of- here's one. You just get a gin. All right, because there's always it's a, Jen, a lot of those, Jenny, yeah. Jennifer. There's lots point. of those. Uh, Ashley, like there's a yep. lot of Ashleys out Ooh, there. Yeah, just, I think there are about eight girls. You can just roll Common that out. Names. And then in, in like as you're out there, you can be like, "Hey, what is your name?" And she says it, and you're like, "Bam, I knew She's that." Like, Hold on, I gotta check this folder gotcha. real quick. Look at this; they made a story about you know, us. You know how Nolan Ryan keeps those pictures of him beating up Robin Ventura yep. in his car all the time? Like, I think that you could just keep those in your <laughs> car. It'll be all right. I like that idea. <laughs> Me too. Thank you, Ross. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next the Who? celebration of Porzingis no it is not the celebration <laughs> of Porzingis it is who is on your Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians maybe Porzingis. you can put Mark Cuban there 877-881-1053 who is your Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians we'll do it next right here on the fan we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s it's better over here only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Let's have a little fun Corey, you brought this question up. It's a phenomenal question, as they usually are from you. Who is on your Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians? 877-881-1053. And real quick, Derek, for the 817, I used to work at the ballpark. Derek Holland was my favorite Ranger. Love hearing you on the radio. Hope you get one more chance with the Rangers. I appreciate that. Sorry, I got to turn my mic on. I appreciate it. That's I try to do the best I can to interact with all the fans and the people that were there because they're the ones that helped make that place amazing. Heck yeah, man. They helped build it. Now, Kevin, real quick, I wanted to point out, 
I did see this on Twitter. I wish I could like credit the the question to Twitter somewhere. So I have to credit Twitter. I, I didn't come up with this, uh, but I do love the idea and the concept of the discussion. I also wanted to point out two other things real quick because sports. Kellen Moore is still in Carolina. Oh my god! Considering his options and looking into more information on the team, so maybe he will be the Panthers' head coach at some point. And I, well, you probably have the Mel Kiper thing somewhere else. So I was oh, going to I was gonna ask you if you saw Micah Parsons. Yeah, he is doing, doing what it. he's read, doing. Read that real quick because I want to know what the, your take on this All as right. opposed to mine real fast. So Brandon Bean, the GM for the Bills, said, I don't want to suck bad enough to get Jamar Chase. So, like, against the idea of what we've talked about tanking in the NFL and everything like that, Micah Parsons quote tweeted that and said, besides Mahomes, every team in the final four QB is on a rookie deal and surrounded by talent. Mm, interesting take. I mean, on the surface, it absolutely sounds like he's like, so what we need to do is draft a rookie quarterback and get ta- more talent around him. Yeah. Am it, I off in? No, or Dak Prescott has to be Patrick Mahomes. Now, yeah. Burrow isn't on a, is, is still on his rookie deal. You just have to become a Hall of Fame quarterback. You either yeah. need a Hall of Famer in their prime making that much money, or you need a guy on a very small deal, which is usually a guy still on his first four years in the NFL. Yeah, We're never going to have that in Dallas, so we're going to have to do things that usually don't happen in the NFL. If you want to win it all, usually you need a Hall of Fame quarterback in their prime making a whole bunch of money, or you need a guy on a rookie deal. It's like the Cowboys, Kevin, for a period of time where, like, you know, when Jerry's looking at his thing, I got a boat. I got th- I got a yacht, I got a yeah. mansion, I got all these things. I got I need a quarterback. Everybody else has a quarterback, a star quarterback. I need a quarterback too. Let's pay ours. And I understand the idea of you pay yours when you know he's the guy. There were moments where they were still questioning whether or not he was the guy. Yeah. Even I mean Jerry Jones was yeah, walking right. into those rooms you're and asking right. that question and they said screw it, let's pay the 40 million. And I and that's going to be a question I will bring up to you later in the C block as okay. well when we'll get in that Ooh. conversation. I went through my list, and Derek, you're friends with uh, comedians, so that's amazing. Um, a few of them. The my my Mount Rushmore list. Okay. And I'm, I feel like we may have some crossover in some of these things. Do we reveal that Derek said so? How many people? You just did. Yeah, I I was having fun with that. You just you, you never just know. revealed your that Mount Derek Rushmore could be know. more than what it really is. That. <laughs> It's against the spirit, <laughs> but you're right. You know, or it could be less. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You might have just one Mount yeah. Rushmore. Oh, that's interesting. Or Mount Rushmore's. You were going to put one president, Kevin, on the Mount Rushmore. Abraham Lincoln. All right. Um, I thought you were going to say. Don't. <laughs> he didn't. I'll stay off. You My number I four, the pot. Who, I, who he didn't have the longest career, but man, he had two... At least two that I watched that I just loved. And they seemed bigger than life. Now, his movie career went on to do other things, but his stand-up seemed bigger than life, and that was Eddie Murphy. Oh, yeah. I did like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Raw was amazing. Like it, And I still, Adrian and I still, to this day, will recite some of the stuff, some of the... The, the things about being in the bathtub and stuff like that. We still, to this day, That's all fine and well, things. Corey. But did you ever want or buy one of those suits? Wanted one of, absolutely. There's, <laughs> okay. I knew there was no way I could wear it. I really want one of those. Yeah, everybody <laughs> does. And if you didn't, come on, what are we doing here? That was amazing. That felt like the coolest thing at the he time. He had so much energy on that stage, though. It was awesome. My number three, George Carlin. Yes. 
the this is where we start getting into like thought provoker. You know, this is a guy like he really put lots of thought and there are you'd be amazed at how many things that are funny now that you say in your regular joke life that he started. Uh, you know, that you and even when we talk about what Derek said this morning where we had to dump every word that came out of his mouth. <laughs> Richard that is definitely one of the things that George Carlin discussed that link that we all still will, we know all the words. Do you want to go to cut number three? This is Joey has pulled this clip of George Carlin. Now this next thing, this next thing is about the English language. It's about little expressions we use. We, we all say and the little sayings and expressions that we use all the time, most of us. And we never really seem to examine these expressions very carefully at all. We just sort of say these things as if they really made sense. Like... Legally drunk. <laughs> well, if it's legal, what's the f***ing problem? Yeah. Mm. Hey, leave my friend alone, officer. He's legally drunk. It's very, it's a very fair point. Love that little, like, different angle that he looks at everything from. I absolutely love that. Uh, number two is Richard Pryor for me. Yeah. And I know he can be anybody, a lot of people's number one. My dad, he he will talk about this all the time. One day, me and my buddies found the Richard Pryor Records albums that my dad had. And we were at home before dad got home, and we had them playing. And as my dad walks in, he hears all the F-bombs flying, and he's like, oh, crap, they found them. But he sat down yeah. and, and listened with us because he knew how funny they were. You know, and bringing that... that fist up all the way from Mississippi and bah, my chest collapsed around. It's just, it's great stuff. And then the my number one, and he's, it's because he, he is a thought provoker for me. I always find myself captivated whenever I'm watching him on stage. It is Dave Chappelle. Yeah. He, like his, when he does a stand-up, it could be about a lot of different things. And it is a, it, there is a lot of, to the way he talks too, like the, the way that he speaks there is some preacher to it that goes along. Kevin, you talk about the, the message that the yes. preacher gives and everything. Yes. And it is the way that he talks about that stuff. And I really I really do enjoy Dave Chappelle. I don't have to agree with everything he says. And, sure. that's, and that's with a lot of comedians. You don't have to agree with sure. everything, but you can laugh about stuff. I'm going to read a couple of these and we'll go to you next, Derek. Is from the 682 Pryor, Chappelle, Carlin, Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg and Tom Segura are on this list a lot yeah. outside of like, Maybe some of the ones you might think from the 469. Ralphie May, Mitch Hedberg, Jim Gaffigan, and Lewis Black from the 682. Dave Chappelle, Anthony Jeselnik, uh, Tom Segura, and Chris Rock. And then from the 945, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, and Sadiq is... All right, so Derek, what's your list? Well, number one... Sorry, that's Ali. I forgot the first name. Oh, okay. Muhammad Ali? No, Muhammad. Ali Sadiq. Oh, okay. Um, I have Dave Chappelle at number one, and then uh, right behind him, which it could have went back and forth, just because I love watching both of these two. Bill Burr, Bill Burr is yeah. hilarious. I man. think that he's he's really funny, and yeah, I like his that. delivery too. I love when Mike is like, was it Sue that said that's kind of his what your internal is like, Mike? Yes, yeah, who I am. <laughs> that's I'm, who Mike is internally. I'm surprised <laughs> he gets. I guess I'm not really that surprised that he gets dinged. So much because I feel like in most of his specials I've seen, when everyone's like, "Woo!" He's like, "You calm down. I'm coming for your yeah, side he does. next." I love when comedians do that too. So I did uh, number three. I just liked watching how he was in general. Robin Williams, uh, oh, his yeah. stand-up yeah. stuff is yeah. out of. I mean, he just goes 
a million miles an hour. Try watching some of his stand up with your future father in law. Oh, and some of the things, and you're like, oh my god, I don't know if we can watch this anymore, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then four, I put because it could be either one of these two. That's why it's got a line. It was Jim Carrey because his his stuff back in the day was really funny, and Bernie Mac was the other one. Bernie Mac's great, man. But if my you have to pick one. If I had to pick one, I'd probably switch it to Jim Carrey. Uh, just because his stuff back in the day was really funny. I know he's kind of gone off the deep end, but whatever. But I also didn't want to throw in my, you know, my friends. You know, Rob Schneider, couldn't do that. Um, you know a lot of comedians. Yeah, I do. You know, my new friend, best friend, Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's pretty awesome. You know, just you are so that fancy. There. From the 817, Stephen Wright, Dennis Leary, Eddie Murphy, and Dave Chappelle. From the 817 prior, Murphy, Carlin, Chappelle. Mike, I'm nervous about what your list will look like. I have Bill Burr number one. Okay. Because <laughs> he is Mike. Yeah. I have. Who's, who are we pointing at? Uh, the idea of getting B. John Robinson to the Cowboys. Okay. We might discuss that later. Unfortunately, perhaps. I'm not a Mel Kuyper fan. But okay. Oh, that's fair. I have Mark Cuban at number two. <laughs> that's what I was afraid of. What are you doing, That's what I was afraid of. Over the last decade. I mean, that guy said <laughs> Dwight Powell was better than Julius Randle. He said we have the most underrated, uh, you know, role players or players in the NBA. I mean, that's there's what I was afraid of. plenty of times where Mark Cuban has made me laugh and cry at the same time uh-huh. with his opinions on NBA basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's very comical <laughs> on what he thinks NBA players should and shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's mentioned Cosby, but <sighs> yeah, no. Look, he's he was considered one of the greatest. If until you separate, he did what he did. It is really weird that like people can seem to separate the art from the artist with Michael Jackson, but not with Bill Cosby. Like I don't know how yeah, often I don't yeah. know how often Thriller gets played, and they're like, I don't know. But if you mention Bill Cosby, and people are like, ooh. Well, they both did terrible things, so I, I get it. He put on a tremendous show like that. Like the Cosby sure. Show defined a lot of what I my, thought. My childhood, on. for sure. And his stand-up I really was don't really know good. If Cosby's on my. I just put it that because I don't Man, know. So you're I just, I just, just, I just, just straight bombs. trolling. So, just trolling, honestly, because I can't remember watching a Cosby stand-up. I can yeah. watch. I watched every Cosby he episode. Was a good multiple he was a really times. Good stand-up yeah. comedian. Yeah. And then I do like. I mean, this isn't like all time, but I do really like Nate Bargatze right now. He's, oh, he's great. he is really good. He cracks me up, dude. And he doesn't seem to have punchlines. He just seems to have stories that are funny, and his delivery is really good. I absolutely thought about him the other day when my wife made some bold proclamation, and he went back to the dog medicine expires, and he goes, you don't know that. There's no way you could know that. We know the same people. You don't know anybody that could make that diagnosis. My wife said something that I thought, oh, my gosh, that is how I feel in this moment. We do have an up-and-coming comic that's here in Dallas. That's uh, he, he was on Jimmy Fallon not too long ago, and I want to give him some love because he's actually really funny. I've seen him live. I've talked to him a few times on the gram. Is Ralph Barbosa. All right. This kid is here. Check him out. I know he's been yes. doing stuff here in Dude, that I see Addison him on TikTok. Improv. He's really funny. He, he's very funny. I he didn't is know definitely he was up from, and coming. from DFW. He's, yeah, he's from the Dallas area. So please check him out. You can find him on Instagram, too. I promise you. He, it's, he's dude, got some good stuff. He cracks me up. He really does. He's really good. I'm looking forward to seeing him more. Is from the 817, Kevin Hart, Bill Burr, Tom Segura, and Sebastian Meniscalco. Please, uh... Forgive me if that was incorrect. Mike, did you finish your list? Did you throw Gallagher out there? Or? Uh, the watermelon guy? <laughs> He's no longer with us. No, oh, I no, don't. that's right. I just know that I really enjoy Bill Burr and Nate Bargetsy okay. on, on Netflix. My, uh, my four on the Mount Rushmore, I didn't rank them. 
That's fine. I don't really think Mount Rushmore is ranked. How big is your Mount Rushmore? (laughs) Is it like six, eight? It's just four. Four is... That's crazy. I'm going to go Jerry Seinfeld, Dave Chappelle, Jim Gaffigan, and my all-time favorite, if I did rank, it would just be one, and then everybody else is tied for whatever, is... George Carlin. George Carlin is my favorite comedian of all time. Even like if we're not on the same page, you were talking about with Bill Burr. Even if you don't disagree, funny is funny. There are multiple things that he says that I'm like, I don't agree with that, but that's a good point. And that's freaking hilarious. hilarious. But with you saying that, I wish more people would understand their job is to make you laugh. They're going to say things that you probably don't like or want to hear, but it's for the purpose of making you laugh. I, I mean, Tosh, Some people take it too far. Tosh like, might be very like you watch him and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe he went there. But there's also part of you that's like, oh man, I just laughed about that and I can't believe I laughed about that. Yeah. I didn't realize I was going to go there. And then the way he does that whole like, I'm going to start a joke so broad that everybody's laughing, but then it's going to narrow down to that one person and the yes. entire audience that's like, oh crap, here we are. What happened to him? Uh, maybe he got canceled. I don't know, man. I haven't. I, I'll have to check in and see what's up with Tosh. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Notable numbers for Andy Reid, the Eagles, and unfortunately, Mike McCarthy. We'll do it next right here on the fan. His ability to run is such a big deal with their success down here. Bubble screen. Devontae Smith got a block. Got a touchdown. Eagles making it look easy. Can't see Masterpiece back here at 105 through the fan right now. It's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. No. Wait, doesn't Sean promote the Eagles nest? It is yeah. a fantastic sports bar and grill right there off of uh, Boat Club Drive. It is it is phenomenal, dude. They got Agreed. great drinks. I will never disagree with great that. Great food. They love a and And I'll tell you this, Tolos show up to party out there. It's I don't just know why the name. you get so upset. You rooted for the Eagles to win a Super Bowl. That's a I good didn't. point. That's all. That's all I was doing. Just the name. We can go any number Sorry, of guys. directions in this if you want. But here's something when... Steven or Jerry or whoever's like, hey, only one team wins the Super Bowl every year. There's a lot of disappointed teams. That's <laughs> that's what agitates me so much. Is ch- mentality. Yes. Check this out. Since 2000, how many NFC championship games have the Cowboys been to? Since when? 2000. Oh, a whole bunch, I bet. Nope. 15. Big, big <laughs> zero. Just unlucky. Well, let's talk about that. Because there are at least three teams now who have been to six or more <laughs> NFC Championship games. They've just been lucky. The Eagles, the Packers, and the 49ers. The Eagles are now making their seventh trip to the NFC Championship since 2000, which is more than any other NFC team in that same span. And then the Packers and the 49ers have both been to six. So whenever they're like, hey, there's only one team, okay, great. Just make the final four is all people are asking to start. And those teams have done it a combined 19 times. They've done it. How many? And you said, uh, who was the other team aside from the Packers and Eagles? 49ers. The Niners. Also six. And they've won how many Super Bowls? Uh, None. All right. So all those times, Kevin, and two Super Bowl wins amongst them. That's fine. Come on, bro. That's fine. Come on. You tell me in the next decade we get one Super Bowl win and two NFC championship one NFC championship one Super Bowl win. I accept. I, we get 27 years of nothing. 
Wouldn't uh-huh. everybody accept that? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point where I don't even know how much I'm blaming the Joneses anymore. Yeah. Is that now I think, I understand why they went with Dak. I understand why they gave him all the money. I just, at this point, I think you're really close as a Cowboys fan to go, I don't think our quarterback can get us there. If Jimmy Garoppolo, I get it, like Jimmy Garoppolo and and now Brock Purdy, like three out of four years, they figured it out. And I guess maybe you could say the coaching, but it's, all right, I mean, you invested in this quarterback to be able to beat rookie quarterbacks. You invested in the quarterback to be able to win a home game against Jimmy Garoppolo as the other quarterback. And if you keep failing, then you're like, okay, well, I don't think the Joneses, this is where I'll blame them. I think five years from now, Dak Prescott's still going to be the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. I do too. But at this point, I think you have to look more at the quarterback that you say, hey, you got to beat these guys. We're paying you I know not yet, but you're paying him $40 million yeah. to beat those guys. An interesting note about the Chiefs is it looks like, though that could still change, it looks like they're about to have their all-time streak broken, is the Kansas City Chiefs have been favored in 14 straight playoff games. Mm-hmm. That's the longest streak in the Super Bowl era. Right now, they're one-point dogs against the Bengals because of the Mahomes injury. Otherwise, they would be favorites. I don't know how much. I mean, maybe three and a half to four points. Have they won all of those games, Kevin, that they've been favored in? I, that, they have not. Well, no, because they've <laughs> They have not exactly. won four consecutive exactly. Super Bowls. Or... Hold on. So is your contention, I just want to make sure you I got it. have to win them all. Okay, so your contention is being favored is stupid and just getting to the championship game is stupid. Yeah. Okay. I love the DAC protectors. That's what they do. Everybody loses. Everybody loses. Yeah. Nobody's ever been perfect. Yeah. Even Tom Brady yeah. lost. Yeah. A Even Patrick times. Mahomes has thrown an interception. Even Jordan lost regular yeah. season games. <laughs> he lost some postseason games <laughs> along the way. Joe Burrow didn't win the Super Bowl last year. No, so he neither didn't. did Dak. They're exactly the same. Same guy. Mm. Do you guys care about the <laughs> Super Bowl take. point spreads right now? Like, uh, hold on. We have a bunch of different. There's potential four different ones. combinations. Okay. All right, so that's four. Derek not cares, but he knocked his and he knocked his uh debt down in half. Oh, you're down to two hundred. That's you get right. Two hundred again this week. I will. Oh my goodness. Great. I know he's taken two. That is correct. The Bengals. <laughs> you like one-legged people? What? Hmm? Let's go ahead and say that just in case. I don't know when we might ever I don't need have it. anything against them. That's fair. You're gonna bet against them. I bet. Does a one-legged duck swim in circles? I probably let's go cut off a duck's leg and see what, what the happens. hell. It's don't probably do that. I don't know. Peter's okay. coming it after us be, now. Yeah. It has to be proven. You can't just take that at face value. Okay, let's just. Tape. I bet a duck figures it out. Okay, let's tape his leg. Uh huh. We don't have to take it off. Let's just tape it, and then we can take the tape off and let him swim like you normal. You see, that still sounds cruel, or right? Or we could hypnotize the duck and tell him he can only use one leg uh-huh. and see what he does there. Huh. I'm not very good at that. I support that decision. Okay. All right. Brock Purdy is the fifth rookie quarterback to ever play in a conference championship game. This can isn't a great list. You Have you seen the list? I saw it on SportsCenter. All right. Derek Holland and Corey Majors, can you name... The other four using your combined brain power. Brock Purdy is the fifth rookie quarterback to ever make a conference championship game. Who are the other four? Had to be Dak. He's the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. <laughs> you know it's not. Dan Marino. Ooh, You're that is a good again. guess. Didn't he go to a Super Bowl his rookie year? Second year. Oh, God, hmm. way to go. Just think of average quarterbacks. 
With the exception of one of them, I think they're all average to potentially below average. I don't know how this name's just in my head. Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer, incorrect. But now you're in the right ballpark of average quarterbacks. Ben is Ben R one of them. Ben Roethlisberger. Ooh, yeah. Is that the, does R stand for Roethlisberger? Is he made it yes. in 2004? Lost to the Patriots. Here's the tough part. He's the only one who's going to make the Hall of Fame or even be considered for, sure. for it. Unless you want to go with Brock Purdy. I can just tell you the other ones. Yeah, just Did tell Joe me. Montana do it? No. no. It has to be average. Bernie Kosar? Unfortunately just go. not. Go, hurry up and say Mark Sanchez, oh. Joe Flacco, oh. and Sean King. Oh. Mike Tomzak? <laughs> See, but now you're in the right area. That is incorrect, but at least. Vinny Testaverde. Steve DeBerg. I gave you the answers. Oh. Sean King, Ben Roethlisberger, Joe Flacco, and Mark Sanchez. All Donovan right. Tulane. Tulane representing there. That's right. Let's talk about AFC Championship rematches. This is the only third, only the third AFC Championship rematch in the last 35 years. The last time it happened was Ravens-Patriots in 11 and 12. And then before that, probably the most famous of the back-to-backs is Broncos and Browns in 86 and 87, mm. where you got the drive and the fumble. Remember Sorry. That? Yeah, there. I saw the video of it, actually. Just the other day. It was Browns on. lost. Yeah, I know. Thank you. Now, I get the sense Jerk. that you might bet on the Bengals. I'm 100% taking the Bengals. That could be a smart bet. Do you it's know? It's going to be a great bet. There's only three teams in the NFL that are undefeated in conference championship games all time. Sounds like the Bengals are one the of them. The Bengals yep. are the only AFC team. The other two Cowboys. are and it's not <laughs> you know it's not the Cowboys. It's They've never lost with Romo or Dak being their quarterback because they are way better than Troy Aikman. <laughs> it's they just never even told made by it that, that far. That people that somehow think they know football. It is true that they never lost in that game because they never made it to that game. The two NFC teams are the Seahawks and the Giants. So those are your three undefeated all-time conference championship teams. So Bengals three and zero in the AFC Championship. Corey, you brought it up. Joe Jeez. Burrow three and zero against Patrick Holmes. They're four and zero then, right? Wow. From the two one four, and they've, they're four zero in the Super Bowl. I believe that is correct. The two one four duck here is it Steve <laughs> Deberg? You are not a duck. You Actually, can't tell a duck that. That's a good point. You I'm gonna get, get canceled. You don't know is, a duck. A duck that's is. fair. Maybe you are a duck. I'm really impressed at your ability to text. Well All done. Right. What's next? You want to talk about Mike McCarthy for just a second? He's good. I like him. You okay. See his phone bill. Oh, why? The duck. Oh, okay. Never mind. I got it, Bill. <laughs> Derek thought that was hilarious. <laughs> is Mike McCarthy is now 0-4 against San Francisco in the postseason, which is unfortunately tied with the icon Tom Landry for the most playoff losses against a single opponent all time. He was 0-4 against the Rams. The Steelers. Oh. No. Yeah, you're a big Steelers fan. You know that. Yes, he is. <sighs> yeah, that still hurts my feelings just a little bit. So, yeah, Mike McCarthy, 0-4 all-time against the 49ers. So How are you going to beat Eric Dickerson? Yeah, and even before that, they struggled They struggled with the Rams then, too. Marshall Falk. And then the 49 that was not before, is the 49ers' trip to the NFC Championship game will be their 18th since the merger. That is a record, and it's three, excuse me, closer than the next NFC team. That's the Cowboys. The Steelers 
hold the record with the most AFC appearances since the merger at 16. So even though, think about that, even though the Cowboys haven't been there in 27 years, they're still third on the list. That is crazy. That's how good they used to be. Ever since Keyshawn Johnson was drafted number one, the Cowboys have never done anything. And they didn't draft him. Point that out because people will be out there going like, hold on, Mike said that Keyshawn Johnson was drafted by the Cowboys. Keyshawn was the first pick in the 1996 NFL draft. He was that point on. A star to (laughs) win. No player has entered the NFL since Keyshawn Johnson and seen the Cowboys make an (laughs) NFC championship. I've never thought about that as the inflection point of all the misery, (laughs) but maybe you're right. Let's see who was the eighth pick in that draft, Derek, in 1996. I don't know. Jim Biaka Batuka. (laughs) We're the KNC masterpiece. Where'd he go to school? Right here on Michigan on 1053 The Fan. Coming up next, if you only get to keep three. Cowboys unrestricted free agents. Which trio are you picking? 877-881-1053. We'll do it next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.